Well, welcome to uh, this week's Elevision. I think that's by far the most uh, dynamic and interesting musical performance we've had yet. Percy and Malcolm, we have to get your CD out. Do we have your album? We have oh, to, I like to put here. that on camera. Yes, man. No, What's no. your, uh, do you have a website? Yes, watsonandcompany.com. What is it? Watson and Company. Watsonandcompany.com. Um, so we're going to hear a little more from Malcolm later. Um, I am honored to be here with uh, the father of one of my best friends, um, best friend being Laura Garcia and the father being Richard Garcia. And I understand you're the founder of a very um, large and also very um, important parents coalition here in Colorado. Correct. <clears throat> um, I founded the organization in 1980 uh -huh. uh, as a result of my work that I was doing up in Longmont, uh, Colorado, working with the migrant population. Uh, the migrant population, meaning the uh, families that follow crops or harvests across the United States, and, and this is one of their stops. Hmm. Boulder County is one of their stops where they stop and, uh, and harvest, or they used to harvest the crops up in, in Longmont. Uh, uh, and then they would go to school during the summer, and some of them would stay and go to school during the, uh, the uh, regular academic year. Uh, as a result of that particular work, what I found is that many of the parents were disengaged uh, from school, from school activities, from visiting the classrooms, from talking to teachers. Uh, and uh, many uh, the reasons basically being that not that they didn't want to get engaged, it's just that they didn't have information. You know, today we talk about achievement gaps between uh, minority students and non-minority students. We also talk about dropout rates and uh, of kids that uh, uh, don't finish school, they, they abandon school for a number of reasons. Uh, but one of the things that we do have and we're trying to work through the Statewide Parent Coalition is to close what we're calling an information gap, meaning that many of the pa parents and families that we work with don't have a lot of information on how they can actually get involved in the school system navigate the school systems, etc. cetera. Uh, when we look at kids dropping out of school, a lot of times it's because parents and families don't know um, how to access transcripts, for example. So they may have kids that are going to school four years in high school, and they think their kids are going to graduate, and then all of a sudden they find out that, whoops, that kid still needs a couple of more semesters before they can finish because of all the different uh, high school graduation requirements that maybe they didn't know about. Uh, so, you know, that's one of the reasons why we started this particular parent coalition. And we work with, with uh, disenfranchised white families, we work with minority families, we work with uh, uh, all types of different people. We try to form partnerships between the community, the families, and the schools. Uh, today, because there's so many requirements in terms of education that principals, teachers, all have to abide, to, abide, abide by uh, in terms of uh, uh, the high test scoring that, uh, that is going on in the schools and stuff like that. Are you referring to the No Child Left Behind? And I'm referring very much to No Child Left Behind, and I'm referring also to the, uh, the uh, Colorado High, high Stakes uh, 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 educational competition that we have, uh, meaning that if kids aren't doing well when they take the Colorado Student Assessments, uh, that schools get penalized, etc. 
So that's one of the things that we're trying to do is work with our our families so that they can get engaged in this whole process. Sometimes people think that uh, these particular uh, instruments or, or metrics that people are using are uh, uh, very um, uh, what uh, they, they penalize uh, the schools and stuff like that. Well, they do, but if they're used correctly, it also helps uh, the teacher and uh, the school and the family to gauge in terms of where the kids are at academically and all that good stuff. Mm. Um, I, there's a lot of stuff that parents don't know about that are happening even today, not just with the federal No Child Left Behind, but also with state uh, mandates and, and, and uh, around education. For example, there's now a, a, a active legislation going on in the state legislature concerning um, um, graduation requir requirements. A lot of school districts right now are saying, well, wait, hold on, hold on, because if you're going to increase graduation requirements, uh, what's it going to do to the rural schools, for example? They don't have all the resources in the rural areas that urban areas have. So uh, if you're going to increase graduation requirements because kids now have to do four years of math, but the math they have to do is algebra or better, uh, to attract teachers to go to the rural areas to teach calculus, for example, it's difficult. Okay, so anyway, th those are all issues that that we get involved in in terms of uh, the coalition and the work that we're doing with our families. Um, there's a lot of uh, questions, you know, very basic questions that have, I'm sure, very long answers, um, you know, because I've asked you a few of them before. Um, but the one I wanted to touch on is what you and I have touched on before. Um, immigration is a huge issue politically right now. And uh, historically, one of the wonderful sort of parts of the DNA of what America is is that we've been a melting pot, we've been a nation of immigrants. Now our attitude towards um, immigrants, particularly along the Mexico border, seems to be um, stay out. You know, there's a lot of macho kind of cowboys building fences down there. How do you, how do you feel about that? I know that's a little bit different than what you were just talking about, but I also know that you know a lot about. Well, that's, that, we do that that uh, uh, work also because uh, it's not just education but it's also work around social justice issues immigration is a big one uh, very very definitely I, I think uh, the uh, the the billions of dollars that are being pumped into building the, these particular fences along the border um, I, I think that uh, is for me uh, a, a wrong message that we're giving our neighbors to the south as it relates to uh, uh, our, our welcoming um, uh, attitude that we used to have in the past in terms of, you know, uh, uh, our, our doors are open, please come in, uh, help us, and, and we'll help you, that kind of stuff. Uh, it, it's very ironic, it's very ironic that we're now building fences on our borders, especially in the South, uh, when you look at what uh, President Reagan did and what he told the people up in Europe, right. tear down that wall, tear down that wall, and well here said. we're putting walls up again, you know. It, for me, it's very ironic in terms of how things happen here mm -hmm. in the United States, and, and unfortunately, um, uh, that, that stuff is going to continue. I'm hoping that through a comprehensive immigration reform effort that I know is going to come out on Monday, uh -huh. uh, that uh, something will happen right. in terms of correcting all this immigration stuff that's that's going awry, awry right now. I mean, it, 
we got to do something. We can't continuously punish the people that are trying to come over here and do uh, something for themselves in terms of creating a better life for themselves and helping us here in the United States. We can't continue punishing those folks for doing that. Especially when we all go out to restaurants every night and uh, we know that a lot of the people in the back in the kitchen are um, whatever the term is, you know, are people who are here without visas um, and a lot of us employ those people. And then at the same time we say, oh no, we don't want those people to, those people to come in. It's a very kind of mixed up, really it's just an economic situation and, and uh, you know, there's a reason... I guess free trade, I think, is part of the issue. Yeah, and it's that, but I think the other piece, too, is in, in the United States, if you look at the number of U.S.-born folks in the United States in terms of the demand of labor that is needed, uh, I, there's some estimates that people have been throwing around. For example, you need to have at least 500,000 workers to fill the void that's being, being uh, mm -hmm. uh, projected that's needed here and we're not producing that many kids. We're not producing as much as we want. So at some point in time, there's going to be a big void in terms of the labor force to meet the demands of the, of the labor here in the United States. And if we don't do something around comprehensive immigration reform, then I don't know who's going to do the work. Just reading the paper the other day where they're going to try and get the prisoner inmates to go do the farm work that the farmers were the, the farm workers were doing the the immigrant population was doing right. so go figure right, right. You know? so now we're going to use prisoners to do the work at you're talking about cheap labor that's free labor mm. you know, I mean I don't know it's it's crazy right I think it really for me um, you know I grew up in a very liberal and and patriotic family and for me it really comes down to you know what kind of nation do are we and who do we want to be in it? If we're about freedom, building fences isn't the solution. We have to really look a little deeper. And you're someone who's helping us do that. I was at one of your uh, your uh, coalition conferences up in Breckenridge, helping out a little bit um, a few years back. And uh, I know it's quite quite a powerful. Uh, it seems like quite a powerful organization. So it's some great work you've done. Um, if people want to get involved, what they can go to your website. Yes, our website address is www.coparentcoalition.org. Uh, we're reconstructing it. It's going to be a, a much better interactive website. Uh, people can get information, download information on how they can get effectively engaged in their kids' education. Uh, we may have some information in there on how to work with uh, with the immigrant community, for example, we have a publication we put together. It's called Engaging the Mexican Family in the Education of Their Kids. That will be on our website. Uh, it, it's it's going to be super, but if people want to get in touch with us, that's one way. Another way is to call us, and that's uh, the phone number is 720-890-0123. Uh, and we'll put that number of the website up on the video itself. Um, I think it's great work you're doing, kind of helping people who don't necessarily have a lot of help, or uh, you know, the government's not necessarily helping them. A lot of the traditional structures of our, our society aren't really there for them. So, thank you so much. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. It's a pleasure.